0: Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes and this is Tim Kittsrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka You wanted to come with it, We got it with punishment. Nuggets
1: is covered with a fucking hand of what we cover with. Others in love with the front and this family just running it. Long as the
0: public is coming, then we keep them coming in. guys well sean um first off you know i see you're back there playing a little 2k before we start the show and um i know you have an addiction to it and i understand <laughs> the addiction because i once also had said addiction he, Last, when he
1: says when he says once had it was like four weeks ago yeah 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 it was like I'm, four weeks ago he's i'm three he's weeks four, clean he's three weeks clean <laughs> yeah yeah I've I've jumped back in. I went into a baseball mode, and now I'm I'm in a in a mode for some the some kind of God Danny Ferry uh, player card, which apparently is that he's the best player in 2K.
0: Who would have known? Yeah, Coach K would have known. That's who.
1: Oh, oh, there it was. There it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of ashamed at that number. You he. Tim, uh, Tim pulled, looked at the number of games I had won on here and he, uh, he made me a little bit ashamed. shame. So um, <laughs> yeah, you've won as many... many.
0: Yeah. Like, so to put it to context, your win total, would you look at it there on triple threat? Um, looks like the year of the revolutionary war um, if we had to put in. So. <laughs> yeah. A little, but... a
1: little far off from the revolutionary war, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So
0: So let's go ahead first. And um, of course, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was the Clippers. And as we're recording, it pops up that Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Serge Ibaka and Patrick Beverly are all inactive for their game against the Pistons. So um, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll still talk about their win streak later in the show, but now it leaves a little damper. Great. It's the Pistons. Uh, So let's start with Jamal Murray. Um, Obviously the news comes out that he tears his ACL and, um, obviously that sucks you know we talked last week we gave a ton of praise to the nuggets and how well they've played and since Aaron Gordon came to town I know they had a couple losses over the weekend like the Celtics and a few people who are the Celtics have won four in a row Um, yeah but you know obviously this you're kind of losing guy too but this is also and you know they're bringing in Austin Rivers I saw this they're signing him today so you know Denver's obviously got a lot of talent and a lot of skill set but this is such a big fall for them. I've never really loved Jamal Murray. I just felt like he was too inconsistent, but I'm not denying how important he was to the nuggets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, you know, uh, well, this, this over, makes over, tough.
1: it does. And it's it, I'm, I'm not even going to say it makes it tough. It completely eliminates any chance of them winning the, the NBA title this year. Um, I'm there's no way you can't win it without your number two. He's the number two player on there. Um, it's, it's a damn shame because like, like last week we were talking about how, you know, great of a fit Aaron Gordon was and the Nuggets have been so stingy with their players over the last couple of years when they could have obviously made moves. Um, they've had a lot of assets, whether that, you know, be Gary Harris or Michael Porter Jr. Or bull Bowl, or, you know, they have assets that they could, they could use. And they finally decided this year was the year to pull the trigger um, because they are making a run at the title. And they had, they are were a legitimate title threat in sure, my mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I it looks like Brooklyn's going to be the, the, all the odds and favorite for, for this year probably, but, well, um, I'm not trying, to as as my wife likes to say yuck your yum so which I hate that she doesn't actually say that she just she said it before and says that she hates it but yeah <laughs> so I don't want to yuck your yum I know
0: I know how that is yeah
1: so but uh you know I Brooklyn is Brooklyn is is right now they're kind of the favorites right now over your over your boy LeBron so uh which is disrespectful um but is uh, <laughs> that
0: your stephen a smith
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Disrespectful. Anyways, um, I, I really do think that the Nuggets had a shot at beating any team in the Western Conference. I really, really did. Like, I, I didn't want to, but I really, I really did believe that they were. This might have been the year that do it and uh, getting Jamal back. Um, uh, he has a torn ACL um, and happened in the last minute of the game too. Yeah. Um, they had played, I believe, six games um, in like eight or nine nights. I think yeah you're starting Um, to see this
0: whole like quick schedule like really yeah and uh you
1: know and you know and the story for that game should have been Steph Curry having 53 54 points whatever he had and coming the
0: Warriors all-time leading scorer yeah becoming
1: the all yeah passing up Wilt Chamberlain I mean
0: come on pretty awesome that should be yeah that's
1: it is it's very awesome it's very awesome it's just really wow um that should have been the story, but the story quickly shifts to, you know, uh, Jamal Murray and, you know, it's like, uh, are we going to start talking more about load management now when we have so many games? I mean, they were basically playing, you know, um, a night, you know, or every other night in that, that period of, of, you know, a week or so. And it's, it's a lot of games. And I know the NBA was absolutely rushed to, Get things started this year there was a lot of uh players that were kind of apprehensive about coming back this early especially someone like lebron which don't blame him don't blame him should have got started in january but you got to get those games so they could get this next season off to uh the regular start that it's going to be in which will be in you know late october early november um but i think we're really going to start examining over the next couple of weeks when we're getting into the grind time here when we're getting into the last stretch of the NBA season, when seating is becoming an issue, when, um, uh, you know, uh, uh playoff chemistry, we're trying to build, everybody's just trying to get in the groove here. That's going to be a play in tournament. There'll be some players, there'll be some teams, you know, on, you know, that are going to be in that. So there's a lot of teams that are really revving it up right now. And, uh, you know, we're really going to see what everyone's made of, you know, uh, physically right now in the next couple of weeks, because um, just sucks. Because Jamal, uh, Jamal was just a fabulous player this year. And it's like, he's going to be out for nine, 10, 11 months now. So it's like, we might not see Jamal Murray until the playoffs next year, you know, which is
0: not to mention, this is a, this is an Olympic year. And, you know, I believe he had already said he would play for team Canada. Yeah so now he oh. doesn't have that either
1: yeah and it's just like <laughs> let's let's just see kind of just over the last let's see here so it says he didn't play two let's see here i'm trying to check out his games here he had 17 points in that last game um before falling but um, says it looks like he was out the two games prior to that. So I don't watch a whole lot of Nuggets basketball. So I'm not. Why I not? Apologize. Uh, I, I well, I'll be honest with you. It's because <laughs> I live in Cincinnati and uh, I'm on the East Coast, Tim. So same <laughs> uh, same reason I don't watch a whole lot of Lakers games. So, but I'm I'm not watching them right now either because I don't know uh, all their best players are gone. So I'm a
0: little bit uh, distraught <laughs> with that. Kuzma's quote about Andre Drummond. No, what did he say? He said, um, someone asked like why he's kind of struggling so far with the Lakers. And he's like, Well, you know, he was in Detroit and Cleveland, he was never coached before he got here.
1: <laughs> I think uh it'll be interesting to see how he fits once they get all the pieces back together. I'm very excited to see that team uh complete, especially with with uh Schroeder and and Andre Drummond and and LeBron and everybody. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun team to watch, uh, with him as an addition. So, but uh yeah, Jamal Murray, total bummer. Um, I think it completely um takes them out of the title picture this year. Um, even if their best player is the MVP at the moment.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, man. Um, I'm with you. I thought that like they were probably the best team that could give the Lakers fits. Um Now I'm not so certain. I know, you know, the Clippers are are obviously going to be there, but.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you never want to give the Clippers any credit. You're such a Clipper hater. (laughs) Look, I just, I want to get a picture of your face just now. Just like me, just bringing them up. You're like this, you're like.
0: When have the Clippers ever been good? Like when? In our lifetime. Like every year, every time the show promised, everyone's like, oh man, watch out for the Clippers.
1: Well, there was, there was some years of excitement with Lob City. I think there's definitely some excitement there. They have Kawhi cool. Leonard. How many times that. they
0: play in the Western Conference Finals?
1: Shut up, Tim. <laughs> Did they? No, no, they haven't. So, um, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. This is like yeah, – From
0: Lob City to the all-bandage team every playoff. Yeah, the
1: next time you get excited about the Bengals, I'm going to say the same shit to you. I'm just going to tell you that.
0: <laughs> well, that's never happening. You know this. Like, it's just <laughs> never happening ever again. Um. I have no optimism for that loser of a franchise. I don't care how <laughs> nice your jerseys look next week.
1: He's like, next week, but I have it on my calendar. I can't wait to see the unveiling. God, they, God, those jerseys look so good. Wish I was still a fan. <laughs> 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 That's going to be you next week. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they suck you back in. Like, just inch by inch every year, there's some little, like, like glare of optimism, and you're like all right i'm kind of back in for a minute
0: was like last year when they did the thing where like ea dropped madden's pricing from ps5 came out and i was like oh i'll check it out and like the first like (laughs) the first throw i throw a deep ball and it's intercepted and i'm like this game sucks (laughs)
1: well it can't be so easy man you can't throw a deep ball and just automatically have somebody catch it that would be too easy
0: yeah, but you can't throw like every deep ball in that game. Okay, that's case in point. Let's I guess we're kind of making this as a segue into another football sure. thing for some reason because somehow, some way or another, Shannon Sharp's coming up on our podcast. Okay. Whatever. So
1: so um explain explain the Shannon Sharp Kevin Durant beef, because I've seen pieces of this on the internet i've chose not to dig into it nor do i care but go ahead let's go
0: yeah so apparently the big deal is like shannon sharps on first take which you know how much i love talking head tv shows already for sports
1: i i will tell you this i the first take is first take and pardon the interruption to me are some of the worst television programs i've ever is seen. the
0: first take that he's on it's what? it's him escape bayless that's you know that's all we okay. need to know okay so yeah, that one's yeah. Undisputed, I think. Is what Undisputed. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Garbage is what yes. it is. So I guess uh, Shannon Sharp starts talking about Kevin Durant and he starts talking about this, like some fake account made this like fake Kevin Durant quote about saying like, you guys call LeBron the quote, but I beat him twice in the finals. What's that say about me? And Shannon Sharp just like full edge, like ripped him on television about this before, before checking his sources, of course. And so this was, so this was
1: just a this was just a burner account supposedly.
0: It wasn't even like it was like someone that like post. I don't know what it was. I think it was like a Katie tribute account or something like that. So <laughs> Durant, well, who, like, who gives a shit then? Yeah. So Durant okay. says, um, "You're all your drunk uncles out here lying again." What did I say? Is and tag Shannon Sharp in it. And Shannon and so someone said like Shannon Sharp going out there tweeting a fake uh, fake account. Shannon Scher goes, yeah, you remember the fake account when KD said, now nah everyone wants to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and, and going at these peoples. Then joins the 73-9 and nine Warriors and builds the Nets to do a superpower with Kyrie and Harden. That's a good point. But yep. <laughs> that's not my point here. And then Kevin Durant <clears throat> goes, old Shannon refuses to respond to me. Why are you using your platform to push fake quotes about me? Good point. Good point. And... Then he says, Shannon went on TV responding to this quote, like I actually said this, gullible fans will believe it or say you was thinking this way. It's comedy at this point. And Shannon Sharp blocks Kevin Durant. Like, just doesn't take the L. You know, we all take Ls. It's a thing. And so, here's the thing. Like, do I have any issues? I don't necessarily have any issues with Kevin Durant going at Shannon Sharp but this song and dance is getting old with him. Like he's always in these like stupid things with people. And I, I appreciate that he wants to defend himself and he wants to like, you know, kind of like try to keep his reputation, but like, dude, you're a fucking professional athlete in America. Like everyone's going to say bad things about you. It's just how it goes. Like, yeah, I feel like, I
1: feel like Kevin Durant, um, especially over the last couple of years. um, Yeah. Just stop talking. Just, Just stop talking just stop talking and 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 he's on another player that's that's kind of in the same same sort of fashion but a little bit weirder it Kyrie Irving is another one of those guys that I just wish wouldn't do social media or anything because he's always weird or you know how many how many uh, look I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about any I don't I don't know what his life is like but how many games has he missed for personal reasons this year? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. It's just getting very mysterious with me with that 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 whole thing. I don't know. That's like what we're talking about, but Yeah,
0: the other day if he missed because of everything that happened in Minnesota, totally cool with that. Totally understand yeah. that. Totally cool
1: yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, that's I agree. I agree with that. That's cool. It's just uh, there's always just something with him too. So, um, but Kevin Durant he needs to get out of these Little online scuffles with people. He can't take the heat. Like he's he's pretty much shown that he can't take the. And I, here's the other thing: What does Kevin Durant uh, have to prove? Yeah, he's got he's um,
0: scoring titles, MVPs, scoring finals, titles,
1: finals MVPs, two finals MVPs. Um, you know, the War- Warriors aren't. I, I I mean, I'll be honest: the Warriors aren't winning those two titles that he dealt them win with without him. They won't. Agreed. I, they're they're not gonna win them So it's it was Especially obvious. That, that
0: 2017 Cavs team, they were awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so they, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna beat that team. So without him, you know, he's uh and he was I think in those two NBA finals, I think he was at peak greatness. Yeah. Um you know, he's gone off now to Brooklyn. And honestly, for this year, I really just wish he would just shut the hell up and just just go out and just continue to be that player that he was when he was in golden state and uh, i know he's been gone for a year he's been out just go out there and just stop getting into these these feuds with people on the internet it just seems so petty and stupid it's like you know these guys are these guys are paid entertainers yeah these guys are paid entertainers and you're buying you're biting into this stuff like just don't even respond what's what's the point
0: yeah, you're like going at the producer of blue chips, buddy. Like, let's calm down. Like, everything's all right. You know, no one really cares about what Michael Rapaport has to say. And, oh, <clears throat> yeah, like, so come on. And then, like, the Shannon Sharp, like, I, I pointed out something. So back in, like, 2001, uh, when he was playing for the Ravens, there was a, the Bengals had a linebacker at that point by the name of Takiyo Spikes, who was pretty damn good. Um, and Jerome Bettis said Takeshi Spikes is as good as Ray Lewis, just on a work like on a way worse team. And Shannon Sharp took that as he said he was better than Takeshi Spikes. I mean, he was better than Ray Lewis, who was his teammate, and yeah. went on to just destroy takio Spikes with once again without checking his sources. So we have some history here. Um, but again, why
1: why are why is ESPN hiring anybody like this? If they're if they're because just... people
0: like us go on podcasts and we talk about it. Apparently, okay. What. Well, I I feel dirty
1: even talking about it now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but, like, it's just so – but, you know, our point is with Durant, it's like, bro, like, just play. Like, you've already been caught with a burner account. um, Yeah. You, you like, talked bad about Russell Westbrook, and, like, you've just kind of, like, keep doing this shit, and I know you don't really give two shits what the public thinks of your image. That's cool, man. Like, do your thing. You're one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen. I hate them annoyed with him because, like, I just want to enjoy watching him play basketball because, like, he is an artist with with, on the court. Like he is phenomenal. Um, But yeah, man, he's just, I hate that I'm upset with Kevin Durant because I just want to continue to watch him and enjoy him as a basketball player, but he makes that really hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man.
0: Yeah. So on that note, let's kind of go over to someone who I'm not mad about and I do enjoy watching play basketball and when he shit talks, it's a blast, and that's Ben Simmons. My so, guy, my guy. I know Sean is like the ultimate Ben Simmons fan. Like he does not hold back on his Ben Simmons fandom.
1: No, I will never give up on Ben Simmons. Nor should you. He's he's a great player. He's he's an anomaly, but he's he's uh he's he's excellent. He just can't shoot threes or shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so doesn't need to.
0: <laughs> so Ben Simmons does a conversation with Rachel Nichols ahead of the Nets Sixers game. And, you know, there's been a lot of media discussion, the idea of Ben Simmons being defensive player of the year. I think I've discussed it in the pod a couple of times as well. I just think, you know, he's just terrific. Um, He's fantastic on defense. And like, you know, truly everyone just wants to put out he shoots three is like, he's a really good offensive player too. Like he's a phenomenal basketball player. So let's just calm the fuck down about those three points.
1: He's, he's, he's one of those guys who knows what he's good at and he's going to use it every game. I mean, he does have a huge advantage. He's a six foot 10 um guard really you know but he can kind of play any position that's the problem he can guard
0: any position yeah for um, like 12 years like LeBron just got to the rim all the time and no one was like well he doesn't shoot threes like he, he shot threes. well
1: well he shoots threes now yeah
0: he's, he's pretty damn good at it. he's yeah um and not to say he didn't shoot threes then but like it wasn't like tool number one for him sure. so you know uh Rachel Nichols kind of having the conversation he's talking about how he feels like he's like you know the Nets definitely have a ton of talent but he feels really good about his team. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, and she, uh, the conversation comes out about does he believe he's the defensive player of the year? And he brings up the point of, well, I played against Rudy Gobert, and a lot of people seem to think Gobert is the player of the year, the DPOY again. He's won it twice. He won it two years in a row a few years back. And goes, and I dropped 42 on him, <laughs> and I loved it yeah i loved everything about it it was awesome it was to yep. the point and it was take that um this is the ben simmons i want the whole is like you guys want me to oh, shoot yeah. threes i don't care i'm still gonna beat you on the court and i really hope that like this sixers team wins the east i don't know if they will um but yeah man i'm all for ben simmons i feel of the year
1: i feel like if he would have actually tacked on i scored 45, 42 points, and I don't shoot threes. I think if he no, would have no. I feel like if he just would have tagged, right into it. if he would have leaned right into that and just went with it and just like was like to, like basketball players don't do that though because they they look at it as like a weak but sometimes being self-aware is just funny. Yeah, you know. So I, I just think that he should have leaned into it and been like, LeBron's yeah, i made
0: fun I, of his hairline. I, mean, I did it the
1: hard I did it the hard way. I did it the hard way. I just kept driving the basket at, at Rudy Gobert. <laughs>
0: Love it. Yeah. So it does kind of bring up the point of like, you know, defense player of the year is obviously a huge deal. Um, It seems like for some reason, people always bet on Kawhi Leonard to win it. And I'm just not at that point. This isn't the Clippers thing. This is just, he doesn't play enough games, you know? And like, also like this idea of like Kawhi Leonard's all world defender, like there's a difference between being a great defender and being an all world defender. Yeah. And I think we just need to kind of like keep that point in going on. So I'm looking at the odds right now, the betting odds. Here's the thing about having an iPhone. I have big thumbs. So, <laughs> yeah. So right now, the betting odds for 2020-21 Defensive play of the year as of April 8th on sportsbettingdime.com show. Where are they? Give me the odds. Okay. Rudy Bear is the favorite at minus 225. Ben Simmons is second at plus 200. Miles Turner at plus 550. So that's the top three. Um, after that, Giannis is like 3,000. Embiid's plus 3,000. And it gets kind of impossible from there. Lou Dort's getting uh, getting bets at plus 10,000. So, wow. you know, you put 60 bucks on Lou Dort, might make a little cash if he wins it. He's not going to win it. But he has been fantastic, by the way. Um, that's a story for another show. So I probably think that the, the, the media will give it to Rudy Gobert. Um, and this isn't me just saying this cause I'm tired of them because, you know, the Jazz have had a phenomenal year, obviously I'm kind of annoyed by them. And, um, I still think like if I had a, if I had a vote, I would vote Ben Simmons defense Player part of the year. I just yeah. think like, hey. I think he's the best. I think he's the best one-on-one defender in basketball.
1: I, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. Not, not without a doubt. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. We're, we're, I know we said this last year and, you know, the year before that and everything, but like. The 76ers are kind of at a crossroad year this year. Yep. They've got, they've really got to put up this year. You got to put up or shut up or, or make a move. And I really think this, we're going to see how far they go with this, um, with this particular team. And he's 100% a key to their success. Uh, obviously Embiid too. Um, but, you know, Embiid's missed, missed some time too. So there's, there's that, but uh I think uh I think we're really going to see him step up this year in the playoffs i I really do see him having a, a good playoff I think he's probably tired of hearing the um the complaints about his play over the over time or you know what is he, he doesn't shoot it, it's mostly the I don't he doesn't shoot thing you know um but defensively he's great and um which you know and it, it also speaks volumes I will say this it speaks volumes of the Philadelphia 76ers. That they did not trade him for James Harden.
0: Yeah. That's the thing that I don't understand why the Rockets didn't take that deal, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um unreal. <laughs> you guys get Victor a Depot and then you trade him a few weeks, a few yeah, months later. So
1: so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. What a like terrible I, franchise. Like I <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a joke.
1: I love this, uh I love this uh Tim Daniel unplugged session we're doing tonight. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just it's like this understand. is this He's is like, Tim's don't. episode where
1: he just airs all of his grievances with everything. <laughs>
0: like, the Bulls had a really bad week, but I'm not like, man, they had a shitty trade deadline. Like they made the right moves. It's just not fisk- fit yet. I think no. it'll be way better next year. Uh, yeah, they
1: they need a point guard. They need yeah. a point guard. That's what they need.
0: Yeah, and then like the Knicks, like Julius Randle's playing well. They're on a win streak. You see the moves they made and how they're making sense. Like RJ Barrett's been terrific. Shout out my guy, Mark yeah, Schindler wrote an awesome article on freemiumhoops.org about RJ's growth. RJ Barrett's like 20 and he's like freaking a sniper at times. It's yeah. awesome. I love
1: it. Yeah, he's a fun player to watch. Um, Knicks fans should be pretty happy, actually. I mean, they gotta be, man. Um, you know, especially when it's kind of homegrown optimism as yeah. opposed to, well, you know, you get a few guys that were kind of outcast, which I think Julius Randall kind of was. He just never really fit in anywhere. And it's like, he's really, and it's not that he's been bad anywhere he's been. No, he hasn't been bad. He's just been, he's been quietly good. Um, but getting on New York, he's, it's really kind of opened things up for him and stuff. And he's playing under the lights there. And, you know, it's a fun team to play for, I'm sure. And you got RJ as well. And um, I, I'm looking forward to what he does later on.
0: Yeah, the thing that's the best about this is Knicks fans are allowed back in the garden. Fine. Not, not full capacity by any means. No, of course not. Um, because New York is still obviously a big COVID hot ticket. Um, but the fact that people are there and they can see this team who's really fun, who's the first time in like, God, decades, give them optimism.
1: Since the first Carmelo year, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, I remember there was a game earlier this year. It was shortly after the Rose trade and they won and they were 500. Like, they were guaranteed a 500 record. Yeah, and People were outside the Garden celebrating. Like, they weren't even in the game. They weren't allowed to be in the stands, but they were outside yeah. the Garden celebrating. And I was like, you know what? Good for you guys. You guys earned that. I know you guys said been- through so much shit. Like, the Porzingis trade. and
1: It's always good for the league when the Knicks are good and the Bulls are good. You know, I think it's always a plus. Um, I think it, it brings uh, the fair weathers out of the, uh, the woodwork and uh, gets people interested again, kind of like the Reds have done with me. So I'm very excited for the Cincinnati Reds all of a sudden. Awesome. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, they should, uh, they should be happy right now with uh, what Julius Randall has done.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. Um, So I kind of, how confident are you in the Sixers to potentially win the East? Do you feel like this is a year they fall flat because Brooklyn has too many weapons or do you think they could actually pull it out this year? Cause I think defensively they're going to give Brooklyn fits and they don't have anyone. Brooklyn doesn't have anyone that can guard Embiid, but also I made this point a couple weeks ago. That could also be a situation where they go like, we don't stop Embiid Embiid scores 30 every night and we just take care of everyone else.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I, I think that's probably going to be their, their game plan because, um, I, Philly, I-, I don't think Philly has what it takes to beat Brooklyn right now. Sadly, uh, I feel like they were a person short two years ago, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah. And you had Jimmy Butler. He's gone.
0: You you lose on just the most painful shot of all time to lose on.
1: Yeah. You, yeah, you lose. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, another. They're, they're a second away from, you know, excelling and going on and it, it just totally went the wrong way. Totally went the wrong way. And Canada has a basketball team who wins an NBA championship. It's it's <laughs> who it's now like plays when, in Florida. <laughs> There's old Tampa Bay Raptors. <laughs> like on basketball when they're like <laughs> they're like you know the in the Minneapolis Lakers move to la where there's no lakes <laughs> okay.
0: well you never like you don't call like those years in 2k when you put like you put like relocation on for like computer franchises oh, yeah yeah but it'd yeah. be like 2028 and you're like oh we're playing the tampa bay raptors yeah yeah that's
1: exactly exactly the way the only way you could do that except um uh, this is uh, during a global pandemic yeah <laughs> So, and, uh, Canada's, uh, being a little bit more, uh, cautious than we are. So, um, yeah. yeah, the, the Blue
0: Jays are playing at a minor league stadium in Buffalo, New York right now for their home stadium.
1: Wow. I did not that's know that
0: kind of cool, actually. Like yeah, That's kind of neat. Yeah. I kind of dig that. Not that I would like, you know, obviously the Blue Jays stadium is like very famous, but still, um, neither here nor there. So, all right, man, let's talk about the Clippers. And then since we brought it up earlier, I do want to touch on Steph Curry's, uh, game you know taking the all-time warriors scoring thing so sure um yes the clippers right now as i mentioned earlier in the day are going to be without everyone just about on their roster um i traded in a dynasty league for serge Ibaka um to kind of get some depth from my team and he hasn't played since so that's um that's how my year's gone um neither here nor there so but winners of six straight including wins against the lakers um the blazers the suns And, you know, right now they're about to play the Pistons for the second time this week. Uh, They had a game the other day against the Pacers where they won pretty big. Paul George went back to Indy and stomped them. Um, And so... Got to do that, right? Yep. And so we're now in a situation where if they get through tonight, which I think they can get through tonight with, like, Rajon Rondo and still win this game because the Pistons aren't the best by any means. Um, They go to Philly on Friday. That's a fun game. They come home from Minnesota. They go to Portland. They come home from Memphis. And then they have a road trip at Houston, New Orleans, and Phoenix. There's a possibility the Clippers might have a 15 game win streak coming up.
1: It's possible.
0: Yeah. Would I count on it? No. But the schedule's no, in their all.
1: favor. Not at all. I would not count on it. 15 game <laughs> win streaks. It's a little rare. But um, yeah.
0: I got one right now in my 2K franchise with the Lakers.
1: Well, that's a video game, too. <laughs> yeah it's a video game you're completely in control of that mm-hmm. so unlike me trying to get a danny fairy card i'm completely not in control of my destination it's terrible um uh, so um with this all being said and the um you being the uh, world's biggest clipper hater uh on planet earth uh world's next biggest next
0: to high okay
1: all right okay i'm sorry i'm sorry you're Brooklyn's biggest. So, so I'm sorry. You're James Harden's biggest. There you go. Um, there that's it the, is. There the it is. You'll, you'll claim that one. You'll claim that one. That's fine. Yeah, uh, give me that throne. Okay. Um,
0: Heat that and Harden be, Haters Club.
1: I have to ask. So, so LA, we're looking, we're looking forward to them. Last year, we got robbed of the Battle of LA. Mm-hmm. Um. This year, it doesn't really seem as exciting as it would have perhaps last year. Uh, no, it doesn't, of course not. (laughs) Killing me. Um, if LA meets up in the playoffs this year, how confident are you that the Lakers will be able to beat that team in a seven game series?
0: That's a good question. Um, I would say I'm still fairly confident, but I'm not like guarantee confident. Um, obviously with the injuries of AD and LeBron and uh, Andre Drummond, you know, kind of being in and out and still kind of getting the hang of it. Um, and Kyle Coos was fashion choices, which really frightened me. Um, but, you know, I still think when you have like LeBron James and Anthony Davis on a team, it's hard to pick against them in seven games. And, you know, I still really like, you know, it's, it's hard to not appreciate Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I just wish Paul George, like we said earlier about Kevin Durant, would just not talk. Just don't talk. Don't say anything. Just play basketball and just go on with your day. Um, I don't understand why you got to chirp all the time, buddy. Like um, your your Smush Parker with the Nike contract. Let's call it what it is. Ooh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well,
1: you sound you don't sound superstitious, but you sound a little stitious.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, man, I think like, I think it would go seven. Um, okay. And in a a game, yeah. In a game seven, I count on LeBron James more than I count on anyone else. Like he's showing it year in, year out more than
1: another freak shot by Kawhi Leonard. I would also count LeBron in before I counted that in as well. So, um, that's how I feel about it too.
0: Plus, like how savage was it? I know it's been like a couple weeks now. How savage was it that LeBron wanted to keep his double-digit scoring streak alive? So he hurt, he rolls his ankle, shoots a three, makes it, and then checks out for three weeks. Baller move. Baller move.
1: <laughs> Couldn't let that not
0: happen. <laughs> I, know. I know he was like, I bet he was like rolling the ground. He was like holding his ankle and he goes, how many points have I got? And someone's like, seven. He's like, give me a three.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, I think that it would be a really good series. But, like, the last thing I really want, and as you know from listening to this show, is, like, I do not want a Brooklyn Clippers series because it just does not excite me. Um, both teams can't lose in that circumstance, unfortunately. But, it, but, a,
1: but a Lakers-Brooklyn series gets everyone hyped.
0: Oh, yeah, man. It's it's yeah. the Twitter war. Like, yeah.
1: Well, I feel like the Lakers have an easier road now that, uh, I mean, Denver's still going to be a bitch. But they're yeah, not they going to, especially in a
0: first round series. But yeah, yeah in, a, in a
1: first round series, they're definitely still going to be a bitch. But um, uh, I, I just I don't see them being a threat without Jamal. You can't throw Austin Rivers into that role, and
0: and like uh, what's his name, Kim Pazzo.
1: It's like when it's like when the Cleveland Cavaliers signed Gerald Wilkins to beat the Jordan <laughs> stopper. It's like you just can't put this guy in there and make, make your dreams come true. It's just not going to happen. <laughs>
0: Well, like, remember in in 17, you know, the, the aforementioned finals we talked about earlier when they were awesome and they lost to the Warriors in five and like Cleveland signed Darren Williams and everyone was like, oh, man, I'm like, you guys been watching basketball the last three years? Like,
1: see, like, you know, you know, what's funny about that. I totally forgot that that even happened. Yeah. Like that, that is something I will never remember again, either. That was it. It's already out of my mind again. Yeah.
0: It's just, whew. and then, um so that kind of was my point about like, everyone's like freaking out about all these buyout players and stuff like that. And I'm like, guys, like Blake Griffin hasn't been good in a, in a while.
1: Yeah. Blake Griffin's not a good basketball player anymore. And yeah, uh, Marcus Aldridge, he can bully on the block Um still. I mean, he can still get his shots up and everything, but he's also not the same player either. So I'm, I don't, I don't look <laughs> at either of those. They're flashy names. You know, yeah, it's but like, I'm also
0: like not going to go on here and be like, man, did you see the Lakers got Ben McLemore, watch out yeah. now. Like, what do you have? Game. Like,
1: didn't he have like six or seven threes the other night?
0: Yeah, in that Brooklyn game. So that was gonna. be, What I was gonna say is like, people were like, look how much Lamarcus Aldridge is helping the the, the Nets against the Lakers, and I'm like, and you see clips and like Andre Drummond's like taking him off the dribble and ISO, and I'm like, oh boy, Yelza. Yeah, and 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 you know that's it.
1: The Lamarcus Aldridge move, I feel like, was portrayed in the media yeah. the way that – and I'm going to bring up an old event that happened, but I'll never forget this. When when Chicago traded Ben Wallace to Cleveland, and they got Drew Gooden and uh, Larry Hughes. And I remember that the, it was a huge trade at the time, huge trade. And the headline that I remember reading was, LeBron James is about to get some big help. <laughs> and I just remember thinking to myself I was like I was like you can have his ass. <laughs> like I knew he was washed, like he was <laughs> As soon as he left, it was like it was like Ben Gordon going to Detroit. It was and <laughs> Ben Wallace, Charlie DeVonueva. Like. It's like it's like you just take away their powers after they they some, some players are only good on certain teams, and like it's like, but it was like, oh, I'm
0: putting ben it together. Wallace
1: Go
0: so ahead. you know, like everyone always talks about how like people like, like, uh, who has it? Um, the Knicks got all these Kentucky players this year. I'm like, do we forget about that weird stretch for the Pistons? Where we're just taking all the UConn guys, like, rip. Kelly oh, Oubre, yeah. Ben Gordon, Ben Gordon,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I you know, that Butler there, maybe
0: for a bit. you know, there's
1: somebody in the program that has some sort of you know tie to that too, secretly, like just like Chicago had with Iowa State for a while, <laughs> you know. It's just like, like, why are you so loyal to this school? None of it makes any sense. There's no James reason it. for it.
0: Detroit Pistons this year, call it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. So, but yeah, uh, you know, the Lamarcus Aldridge uh, thing in the media, like I said, it's, it was, it was, it was portrayed as this huge get for them. And I mean, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So whatever. um, (laughs) I agree. I'm with you. So last thing before we get out of here, I know this is kind of a quicker show. Um, We mentioned it earlier. Steph Curry is now the all-time leading scorer in Golden State Warriors history, passing Will Chamberlain. Um, Congrats pretty cool man uh you know as far as like a guy that just totally revolutionized the game you can make the case one of the five most influential basketball players of all time um, um
1: greatest golden state warrior ever
0: yeah no yeah. doubt about it yeah. mvps finals he's done it all there um when you, you look know, there's
1: at- you know there's some old guy in a recliner in a basement going will chamberlain did that without shooting threes yeah.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> know <laughs> I'm waiting for like Chris Broussard's Like you kids don't know how good Rick Barry was, and it's like no, no, Chris, we just don't care. <laughs> no, Rick Barry was like the ultimate asshole NBA player. Like Rick, Rick Barry
1: is on the list of of greatest forgotten superstars with Bill Walton. <laughs> <laughs> like he's definitely on that list with him.
0: So. Neek, Neek's yeah. on that
1: list. Yeah, he's on there. Terry Cummings, he's there. So you know, it's yeah. Actually, I I'll put Neek above all those guys. <laughs> Fuck off, Tim. <laughs> I'll put Nick above all of those guys. But anyways, but yeah, I think uh, Steph, man, uh, he's uh, he's like he says, revolutionized the game. He's um, uh, he's the greatest player in Warriors history. He's gonna be his greatest shooter in NBA history. We don't really know where he's gonna be at the end of his career. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily think he's gonna finish his career in Golden State. We'll see. But um, the legacy that he's got there, what what he did, is it's incredible.
0: I think he will. I think think he will? I think he's a warrior lifer, man. I just think he's like, he's cut from that cloth, you know, like, and you never hear like, you know, even like with, you know, people always talk about, I I bring this up a lot. So uh, people all the time talk about like, you know, like Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant, they were so loyal, like, they definitely flirted with leaving their franchises at times. Like Kobe Bryant had a public trade demand. Oh, yeah. You've never yeah. heard this stuff from Steph Curry ever. Like you've never heard, like, "Yeah, I want to go back to Charlotte," or like, "I want to go play with the Lakers and LeBron." Please, but
1: but also, also, you have to look at Steph Curry's perspective too. He may be super loyal, but and and you know, we don't know what Clay going to look like when he comes back. Yeah, uh, Draymond has obviously dropped a step. Yeah, so um, you know. Honestly, I really do feel like it is in his best interest to look around because I think he's got a, you know, maybe a couple more years of kind of being in his prime, uh, where he can go contribute and win some more titles. Um, his legacy is solidified.
0: Yeah, there, he doesn't need to do anything if, else. If
1: if he stopped playing basketball tomorrow, um, he his legacy will be intact. Um, but you know. I, I do think that he could go someplace else and and play and uh, is he going to have as much fun? Is he going to have the camaraderie? Probably not. Probably not. But um, he could leave someplace um, and you know it there. There's got to be some teams out there that would want his services at some point too. So uh, you know I I'm not quite as confident that in this day and age that he's going to stick around with that team. I feel like I I, I kind of do feel like he might be a lifer, but at the same time I'm. I'm like if I was Steph Curry even if I really loved everything it's like I how many more years of losing are you going to do on this team cuz James Wiseman um last before he got hurt I mean the last few weeks just looks kind of lost out there and, and Yeah
0: and, and, we talked I, about and, that and
1: I know and he's and he's he's 19 20 years old so I get it I get it. But um, for somebody who was supposed to make, you know, this big leap and become like the center of the future, he's kind of been a little bit disappointing this year. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that team. What
0: are you going to say something? Go ahead and say it. Here's my real question about Steph Curry. OK, go ahead. So going into the next Warriors game, which I believe they play tonight, um, he has two thousand seven hundred nineteen career threes made. Ray Allen is the all-time leader as we know with 2973. So we know he's going to pass them. Like we it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. This year alone already through 46 games he has 223s made, most in the NBA. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's so video game numbers. So
1: so we're looking like in the next year he's going to probably middle, pass them. I
0: was I was going to say middle of next year. So what happens first, do you think? Steph Curry becomes the all-time leader in three-point field goals made? Or LeBron James becomes second all time in NBA scoring.
1: How far off is LeBron?
0: Let me check that real quick.
1: You can't throw up a stat like that and not give it to me, Tom.
0: <laughs> NBA history scoring leaders. And this one we can kind of like, we don't have to add have anything to add on yet because LeBron's not back yet. So LeBron is 1,700, about 1,700 points behind Karl Malone. And this year before he got hurt, this is really good podcasting right now before he got hurt this year he was at give me the page basketball reference
1: basketball reference that's where we get all of our information
0: as, as as most do yeah
1: that's the that's the that's the nerdy site where you're going to get all the stats
0: this year he was at he's at 1042 for his injury
1: oh wow okay
0: so I would say it's Steph Curry, but I do Um, think LeBron will retire as the all-time leading scorer. I just do. Oh, I I, I don't think he'll stop till he does.
1: I absolutely believe that too. Um, He's going to pass Kareem. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think LeBron actually passes goes to number two before before Curry. Just because I feel like Curry gets hurt every. Little while and doesn't play some games. So Sean,
0: uh, LeBron's missed like twelve games.
1: Oh no, oh no! Let's get out of his gravestone. <laughs> like I, <laughs> that's that's okay. He's allowed to miss twelve games. The guy barely ever. He's like an Iron Man, and so it's like it's it's okay. So it, he's going to come back. He'll do it. So, um, but uh, I, I really do.
0: I think LeBron will do it. Yeah, I think that's a fun prop bet. I might put it on our social media accounts that we use all the time.
1: I like it. That's good. That's a good question for the, for the, for the listeners.
0: Yeah. So we'll get that up there and we'll, we'll review it when we have shot callers next, whenever that might be. Um. All right, guys. So with that being said, we will go and wrap up this week's edition of 48 minutes. Uh, I know we were a little later than normal this week, you know, life. Sean's going on vacation next week. So we'll be figuring things out again. Um, thank you all for tuning in as always. If you have a moment, give us a nice solid five star review on iTunes. Other than that, have a good night. We'll talk soon.